My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. Now we're going to talk to our top five. Never know what you got to do to get into the top five around here. Uh, sometimes you knock out 10,000 and you're not in the top five. And so let's hear from our top five today. Uh, in fifth place, we have Joe Walker on the Walker team. Uh, Joe, there he is, 92 dials, 33 contacts, 22 appointments, 14 sits, two apps, two referrals. Uh, zero life apps. We've got two annuities for $39,500, so a total adjusted premium of $3,950. Give a hand to Joe Walker, everybody. <laughs> Joe was probably not. What's expected. up, everybody? I hope you can hear. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Dude. Are you serious? <laughs> you weren't Number expecting five. me in the top five, were you? Hey, man, it is what it is. You know, you let the numbers talk, right? Yep. So, hey, uh, Joe and Tony Walker up here in Seattle. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, um, premium. You know, hey, listen, I'm, I'm fired up that I was able to write business this week and um, – Sometimes you're the hammer and sometimes you're the nail, right? You know, you get out there and then you put an effort in and um, you expect to get more and then you get what you get and you're like, huh, I think I just got to embrace the process and just keep on going, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we had a great issue paid month in October and we're shooting for more premium in November. But in the meantime, you got to put in more premium. So mm -hmm. don't sleep right and i think that's you know for me that's the uh the lesson that i one of the lessons i've learned over the years is <clears throat> you know don't don't fall for the head fake of your own success don't read your own press clippings you know it's really easy to you know have a great week or a great month and then kind of and let off the gas you know, where you're just like, ah, I don't have to work as hard anymore because, I, you know, I got some money, you know. And it's funny how your mental works when, you know, you don't have as much money in the bank. Like, you you, you know, you act out of desperation a little bit more. And then we have a bunch of money lined up in pipelines. You get kind of leisurely. I'm like, man, I don't want to be like that. Hmm. So, um, so for me, it's just like I want to embrace the process and then get out there and make the dials, book the appointments. I've been in para for a long, long time. I scaled back on my para so I could start working some mortgage protection business a little bit more. And um, and then it being available for my team a little bit more so I can help them and, and, and grow our organization a little bit. So um, we just went out there and I found a couple opportunities, not in mortgage protection, but some annuities that I did. And I shout out to Tawny actually, because she set up a policy review and uh, she she said that, uh, you know, I, I get 30 percent of the of the annuity that you write because she thought she had like, you know, 
$250,000 in there. And I get there and the lady's only got $10,000 to move. So she was all ready to split 30% fits. And then <laughs> when I came back with a little $10,000 annuity, she goes, ah, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bougie she is. <laughs> so <laughs> She's like, bring me the big money. So we got some pipeline stuff coming up and uh, we're excited about that. But we found a couple of annuities this week uh, to help some families, um, take care of some retirement and even the little ones make a big difference to the clients that we write them for. And, uh, and it's just not about me. It's about them. And, um, you know, we've got, we've got more to write and, um, I don't know. I'm excited to be on the top five, man. But you know, if I could, if I could say anything, you know, don't, don't fall victim of your own success. Keep busting your, you know what, and get out there and go make your money because, uh, people out there need you. They don't need you to be lazy this season. They need you to be working your butt off. So we're going to jump in that. All right, that's all I got. Well done. Thank you, Joe. Give my hand, everybody. Woo! <laughs> the averages, they work out for you. All right, next up, we have Adrian Claxton on the Walker team. Adrian had, let's see, 281 dials, 27 contacts, 13 appointments, 6 sits, 5 apps, 2 referrals, Four life apps for $3,337.08, and then one annuity for $10,000 brings the grand total up to $4,337.08. Give a hand to Adrian Claxton, everybody. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Adrian. How are you? Good, good. Sounds like everyone can hear me okay, too. So. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I'm sitting in my car. I, uh, I have a couple of early morning responsibilities here, so I'm just trying to get that taken care of. But, um, yeah, I, I, I wasn't expecting to be in the top five either. I, I wrote some business this week. Um, I guess I guess really the only thing that has been in my mind for the last week is that, you know, I'm starting to learn more and more. <clears throat> this this business is, is a big game of chess. Um we are the pawns, we are the bishops, we are the capitals, we are the, the knights, we are the kings, we are the queens on this big giant chessboard. And sometimes we have to be three moves ahead of our prospective clients to get in front of them to get business drummed up. So that's what it's been all about for me. It's just been all about a week of creativity and finding ways to get in front of people and stay in front of people and to, and to ask for the business, just to be bold and ask for the business and ask for referrals. Um, so yeah, I, I you know I, I feel like I've just been living in my car, just driving around, you know, trying to trying to get you know out to counties that that I don't I don't live in that are maybe you know a couple hours away from me, and, and you know just getting in front of people and getting uncomfortable so that I can you know get people to be comfortable with where they want to be and not necessarily where they are at with uh, their situation, you know, helping them out and making sure that you know they 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 are being helped the way they've asked you know they've asked us to get out there and get in front of them and and help them out and so that's what i've been doing but you know i've had i've had some setbacks and i've had you know a little bit of failures this week and um you know i just look at you know it's like when we're on the phone and we're trying to book appointments in order to get to those yeses we just got to get through all the no's to get to those to get to those yeses to make stuff happen so that's been part of my mindset this week and then just you know when someone makes a move on me you know, that doesn't necessarily work out in my favor. I'll just, you know, make another move and, and go around them on the chessboard and, 
and find a way to get in front of them still and make make the business work. And so that's what I did. I, that's really all I have um, is just being consistent, persistency and consistency. That's 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 it for me. So that's what I got, man. I love it. And congratulations to your Dodgers, my friend. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, everybody. You know, Adrian said that, and it just reminded me this morning, I was looking at Facebook, but I was, I, I, I scroll past all the garbage these days, and I was looking at a friend of mine from college uh, who uh, was an athlete, and uh, and like a lot of us out of, out of college, he becomes less of an athlete, <laughs> and, and now he's approaching 50, and I've just watched him for the last few years on Facebook for the last few years, he's been really intentional about getting back in shape, and for the last few years, so at this point, he's in, he's getting in decent shape, he's running 5Ks and 10Ks just to kind of you know, be in shape. And uh, this morning, he's in, in the, on the coast of North Carolina. He's an attorney. And uh, he, he took a selfie with him and five of his buddies. You know, it was 39 degrees this morning in North Carolina, but they got out and ran together. And, uh, and he made the comment. He said, it's 39 degrees, but it's hard to do this on the couch. And uh, I just thought when I read that, I thought there's such a point there that it is just hard to succeed in life if you won't get off the couch. Uh, talking with a friend last week um, and uh, just talking about, hey, the, just, the, just the act of getting up in the morning and getting out of the house makes you automatically feel more productive. Uh, maybe what you do is you punch in a route for your leads, and today you're just going to go drive the, the route and knock on doors. Uh, if nothing else, you're out of the house and you're going to feel productive. You're not worried about that light bulb you got to change. You're out there making moves and making things happen. And um, I think that's, that's huge. So it's, it's, a, it's a real tip there that Adrian just gave, uh, and uh, I want to thank him for it. Next up, number three, we have Mike Swales on the Fitz team. Mike, this week, made 273 dials. Uh, got 14 contacts, nine appointments, seven sits, five apps, seven referrals. All five were life apps for $4,754.04. Give a hand to Mike Swales, everybody. Morning, y'all. Morning, Mike. Hey. <clears throat> it's a lot warmer down there than it is up here, let me tell you. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, celebrating an anniversary today three years ago on this date i started training with a cat named bruno how about that that's something that's, <laughs> bruno that's just a, said you got a cat I'm named bruno sure. <laughs> uh, bruno just said you got a cat named bruno <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah i got a cat all right <laughs> uh, so but before i get off into my week i need to send Huge props out to Vern and Dan Gillingham. Um, they they both helped me. Uh, they both helped me with this week. Um, there, was, there was two IULs I wrote, um, and um, they went pretty smooth actually. Um, it was the first time writing that product, so I thought, eh, things might be a little sketchy here. But it actually went pretty smooth. So uh, thanks to both of you guys for that. Um, anyway. Um, it was just a typical week. Um, the mo the most of the business came from current clients, though, hmm. um, and that's um, you know, guys, when you work those annual reviews, the first the first year and a half or two years, I didn't do that. I just worked strictly off of leads, um, and and it it cost me, you know, it, it cost me some business. Some didn't stay on the books, um, you know, but 
but go around, you know, if you're making a friend in the home, it shouldn't be a problem to get back in front of them um, and see what their needs are, um, you know, especially with the way the world is right now. Mm. Um, and so I've, I've pretty well gotten caught up on those, um, but they'll come back around here in another month or two and there'll be more people to see. So, um, but yeah, guys, follow up with your clients. Um, that's a, that's a big, 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 um, what's the word? Big part of your business. I, I couldn't agree more. I feel like we hear it, uh, from the top five pretty regularly. And, uh, Mike, I mean, it's, it's such a good point that you're making a lot of new agents in the first year or two are not necessarily, uh, working those annual reviews. They're, they're just trying to get their feet underneath them, but man, the sooner you can jump on it, the better. Uh, it is what we've seen this year with the, the pandemic and the lockdown. And uh, we've seen that this year has been a great year for current client sales and referral sales because there's a speed of trust that's already there. Uh, these, these folks already trust us. Uh, and so we're able to, to make the sales even easier. Uh, and a lot of times even over the phone. Um, so Mike, that's that great point uh, and, and needs to be for everybody. And I think you said it, an integral part of their sales process is doing uh, annual reviews and just staying in touch with the clients. Really good point. Anything left to add, Mike? No, it's good. Uh, <clears throat> good luck, everybody, this week. And I uh, hope everybody writes a lot of business. There you go. Thank you, Mike. Good to see you. Give my hand, everybody. I think. There it is. All right. Next up, we have Megan Yakey on the Yakey team. 155 dials, 25 contacts, 14 appointments, 10 sits, 8 apps, 15 referrals. All 8 were life apps for $6,214. Megan Yakey, everybody. Hola, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> good, good morning. If you weren't in Switzerland, you don't know about that story. Oh, also, this is my, sec my security today. Um, <laughs> Um, hey y'all, my name is Megan Yankee and um, I have been around here for about five years and prior to doing this I was getting a degree over at the University of Houston and I was, um, I was managing a restaurant so it has been an awesome ride. Um, this week, I'm just looking over at my numbers, this week 6200. So, I kind of want to tell some stories, just a few things that I felt like uh, might help someone out there this week um, from a couple of the customers that I saw. The first one, I got a call on Tuesday from a current client of mine and um, looking for a dental policy. And please, if you are an independent sales agent, like I didn't know what who it was that was calling me at the time because it was actually a friend of hers that was calling me for a dental policy. But answer your phone. <laughs> if you have people calling, just answer and say, you know, hey, this is Megan, and just figure out what they're calling for. This lady goes, I'm looking for some dental insurance. I, are you, my friend gave me your number. Um, I was like, okay. I said, well, let me help you with that. So it turns out, long story short, um, we didn't end up getting her a dental policy, but I ended up going over to my original client's house and helping her with a health matching account. She is also a business owner of a chiropractor's office. She has three doctors that work in her office. So I said, hey, Hannah, I was like, you know, 
this H- I was like, you like the HMA, right? And she's like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to tell three of my friends to get it, and I'm going to tell them to get it through you. I'm like, okay, you know that you can sell these without having an insurance license. She's like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. So after we signed, her, after we got her health matching account started, I went ahead and fast-tracked her real quick, uh, did her contract with the health matching account. Now she can sell health matching accounts to her customers at her chiropractor's office. So she was fired up about that. I was fired up about that. That was a cool thing. So answer your phone. A um, couple other stories. I had a couple of annual reviews that I wrote business off of this week. And on those, I mean, not annual reviews, those were straight referrals um, off of an annual review. So get uh, the same way that we get and try to get into our the networks of the people that we're hiring, um, get into the networks of your clients. Um, that business becomes way stickier. Everybody knows you, loves you, and trusts you. So they're going to continue to give you more business. Um, and so that those those were two of the apps. Yesterday, I was looking at my schedule thinking, I don't have enough appointments today. What can I do to get some more business in the pipeline? So I had two appointments yesterday morning. Um, went on one of them. It was a no sale. Went to the second one. It was a no show. And I was like, I have a choice to make here. Hmm. Um, I can either go home and go back to the office and dial or... I can stay out on the road where I already am and door knock and try to make something out of the situation I'm in. I wanted to get more business in, so that's what I did. Um, Door knocked a few people, ended up writing three more apps. And I just, for anybody who's new or if you've been here for a while, um, I've, I've always felt like remembering what the basics are around here and just continuing to do the activity and not focusing so much on the result will always get you the result <laughs> that you want. But you can't focus on that. If you focus on that, you've got commission breath and your customers can smell it. Mm. You don't have the right attitude. Um, you're not grateful for where you are. And if you just focus on how many dials did I make this week? How many appointments did I set? It always becomes more factual than emotional. And when the, when the fact is, you can't argue the fact. I didn't make enough dials. I didn't book enough appointments. So now I have a choice to make. I can either continue, I can just sit down and finish the week not how I wanted to finish it, or I continue to keep pushing and try. And even if I didn't get to where I, you know, I still wasn't where I wanted to be this week on my numbers, but I pushed a little bit harder. And um, I just think that that's one of the most important things on staying consistent in the business we're in. Um, the other thing I'll say real quick, and I'll finish out because I want to hear from Adam, um, is just communicate. There's never, there is never too much communication with the person who is training you. If you are new and you're not communicating daily or, or every other day, or, you know, like I would think about that and say, maybe I should, maybe, maybe I should do that so I can push the dial a little bit further. There's never, there's never too much communication. We have so many great people here who have walked the same path that you're walking down, and we want to help you go through that a little bit easier. So anyway, that's what I have. Hope that helps. Absolutely. Well said. Thank you, Megan.
man, I don't have anything to add to that. <laughs> that was a mouthful and well said. I, I uh, she she absolutely crushed it. And um, I mean, you know, I I when she said yesterday morning went out and had a a, a no sale and a no show. I was like, well, who hadn't had days like that? Uh, I mean, if you hadn't had a day where you've gone, you know, zero for five or zero for ten or zero for uh, for the day, you just hadn't been in the business yet. But the numbers play out and. Uh, you get a choice at that point to do I let this defeat me or do I is this going to be part of my story of overcoming? Uh, and uh, I hope that, that you, you choose the, the, the overcoming part uh, rather than being defeated by it, because it's just it's just an obstacle that you're going to face. Uh, and um, you just overcome it. And it's yesterday uh, and uh, this I'm, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but yesterday our our 14 year old ran in the um, with his cross country team. He's a freshman. He runs varsity. Uh, for the cross country and they did the state contest yesterday and um, his team finished I think 12th out of 20 something teams uh, they weren't expected to win matter of fact we're talking to the coach after Heather and and the the coach we're like we know we noticed when they started off that our our team was kind of behind everybody else and the coach is like yeah everybody else is faster than us <laughs> it's like they're gonna be <laughs> they're out there farther than us but but Joseph got done with his race and um, he was so excited, so elated. He, he broke his personal best in the race. And, uh, and it was a little bit of a longer race, and still he beat his personal time uh, by 20 seconds on a, on a, on a 3.12-mile course. And um, I, was, I was texting last night with my brother about that, and, and he said, you sound uh, very proud of your son. And he, he, it wasn't like a negative that he was saying that. I said, I am, but not for the result. I'm proud of the work he's put in over the last few months because – I mean, the kid gets up at 5.30 every morning and goes and runs five and six miles with his team, whether it's beautiful or whether it's cold and rainy with lightning around. He's running, and uh, and it culminated at the end of this event. And it's just, look, I mean, there are a lot of mornings he didn't want to go, I'm sure of it, but he got up and he went and ran, and, and he worked hard for a few months now, and then, boom, it happened. And so it, it's that's isn't that the way life is? And that's why I love seeing my kids in sports is they're learning those life lessons not that my kids are going to be professional in any of it but uh, they are one day going to be a professional in something and I want them to know the lessons that Megan just talked about of hey I had a choice was I going to let this beat me or was I going to do something about it and we all have those choices every single day um, rise up overcome it's yours for the taking or it's yours for the defeat but either way it rests on you nobody else okay I'll quit being gloating parent. Uh, <laughs> we have now our number one producer for the week, Adam Johnson on the McGill team. 294 dials, 48 contacts, 26 appointments, 14 sits, 9 apps, 10 referrals. All 9 were life apps for $7,570.92. Give a hand to Adam Johnson, everybody. Johnson, Director Grace McGill. I'm in West St. Paul, Minnesota, which is south of St. Paul. If you ever pay a visit, you'll see. <laughs> um, and uh, hard to follow that up, Fitz. I, I, man, we've got great people on our team. Um, really impressed with, with a lot of things Megan was saying today. Um, really, I mean, a lot of what she was saying, I'm, I'm kind of seeing here too. First of all, I, I want to follow up on something she said. She said, what else can I do this week? Uh, to get more business. And that's mm. just how successful people think. Yep. And, yep. Uh, you know, a lot of what we do is how we think. And we think like the people who are around us are thinking. And so, again, it's just another testament. You get you got to get around the right people. 
and what that stuff starts rubbing off. Um, and you're talking about your son getting up and running. Everyone else is getting up and running too on his team, right? Yep. Like I was just thinking, man, I wish I wish I had a team to run with in the morning because it's hard for me to get up and run on my own. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, anyways, I was looking over my numbers for the week. I was I was um, I felt like a bona fide insurance agent this week because I had uh, out of the apps I wrote, three of them were off leads. Uh, and when you break down the leads, one was an A lead, one was an A1, and one was a DLP A1. So multi-leads work. They all work. Just just go grab them all, whatever fits your budget. Um, and then I looked again. Three were three of these policies were off annual reviews. So we talked about that a little bit already today, but it's just texting people saying, hey, we're due for a policy review. Actually, I, one of them maybe was miscategorized a little bit. It was a client that I got an email that his policy had lapsed. Um, or maybe it was a letter. I don't remember. But I know Michelle taught us this a long time ago, and I, it stuck in my head. You get a letter or an email, that's like a free lead. It's, it's somebody who already trusts you and already likes you and already uh, believes enough in insurance and in you that they bought a policy. So when their policy lapses, give them a call and see what's going on. Check and see if they're all right. You know, maybe they lost their job with COVID. Maybe they had a bank account change. Who knows what it is, but we could probably help them get another policy set up. If not today, maybe when, when their circumstance changes, at least they know that you're there. Um, so it's fired up for that. One was a referral from um, a friend that, that I'd already written, and she referred me to her fiance. We wrote him up, and then I wrote her a small accidental policy uh, just because we reviewed what maybe she could add. And she said, that's so cheap, I want to put one on my sister. Hmm. So we got another referral that way, and she says, well, she lives in Missouri. Is that a problem? And I said, no, I, I, just give me a week. I'll go get licensed. And she said, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a small policy. It might not be worth it. And I said, no, no, no. I collect these like baseball cards. I'm fired up. So <laughs> I got to pick it up another license. And that means there's more opportunities there in Missouri for me fits. So I was, that, was, that was just like a bonus to me. I was fired up for that. Um, and then lastly, I had two policies that were rewrites. So unfortunately, I work really hard to try and get the right fit for each client. Sometimes I miss something. Sometimes uh, it's my fault. Sometimes maybe they didn't tell me. And sometimes, let's be honest, that maybe the carriers are a little bit more particular in today's climate with the, with the pandemic. So um, I called them back and this is what I've kind of learned over the years, Fitz, if I could just say, you know, unfortunately it didn't go through, um, but I've got another solution for you and here's why this one would work. And you just kind of already prep yourself with a quote, with an option, with a solution. And both of them were like, yep, sure, let's do it. So, um, so we got another sale off that, even though it did maybe work out the first time, uh, they're still gonna be our clients for life. We're still gonna help them out. And um, one last one, it was a client that I had done an annual review with in August. She told me in August, she doesn't wanna buy more insurance. I said, great, no problem. But then she reached out in October and said, I'm moving. I said, great, let's get you a new address. When I followed up with her to get the address changed, I said, is your loan the same as your other loan? And she said, no, it's higher. So we put it $100,000 to fit that gap. So even though she didn't want to buy insurance from me two months prior, when she moved and had bigger loans, she saw the need for it. So anyways, just a lot of what Megan and Adrian and, and, and Mike and other people are saying today, just follow back up with your clients. You just don't ever know what's going on. And um, if we can just see how we can help them and ask those questions, like what can I do to help this person? Um, there's just a lot more opportunities for, for us as agents and for our clients uh, that we can help them out. So I was fired up. Outstanding. Well done. Thank you, Adam. <laughs>
Adam just reminded me there of um, uh, back in the day. I mean, one of the things he said back in the day, nowadays, if a client gets declined or whatever, the insurance company sends you an email. Uh, back in the day, you'd get a fax and um, the dot matrix fax machine would you know, go off and you'd, and you start seeing the, the, the header of that insurance company forming on that fax. And you're going, oh, no, it's been a, it's a decline. And I remember just uh, a lot of I, I, I remember the feeling that a lot of you feel when you get that decline. You're like, oh, the client needed the coverage and I needed the commission. Like, oh, nobody wins here. Um, and, and that was initially how I reacted to it. And then perspective changed. And I'm thankful for mentors who helped me change that perspective. But um, what I started un uncovering, and, and, and Adam said, hey, just be prepared for, hey, did, did, unfortunately it didn't go through, and, you know, but, but here's a company that will, and, and here's why. Uh, one of the things I started saying in that was, look, with the insurance company, the insurance company declined you. Uh, let's, let, it is what it is. And what that means, though, you need to understand what that means. That means the insurance company thinks that you're going to die before they can make money off of your policy. And that's not a good proposition for the insurance company. So that's why they declined you, because they really think you're going to die sooner rather than later. That said, I have an insurance company that is willing to accept you. That's a big deal. It's a big deal that this insurance company said you're going to die. And this company said, we don't care. We'll cover you anyway. So we need to jump on this before they change their mind. Like that's it's about shifting that perspective of this is what it means. It means that they don't want it, but they do. They can cover you. And that's a that's a I mean, it's huge, especially huge that we have products that allow us to, to pivot like that and, and get our clients covered with the coverage that they need. So thank you, Adam. Thank you, all the top five. Give my hand, everybody. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.